Welcome to the Get Inspired with GERD show, brought to you by GERD's Hundle. Join us each week to be inspired, informed and uplifted with some of the most inspirational and motivational guests from around the world. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay inspired. Hello and welcome to another show of Get Inspired with GERD's. I'm your host and today I have a fantastic guest with me on the show who's empowering teachers to create a career and life they love. For many people out there, it's it's a very touchy subject because there's a lot of teachers out there who are working long hours, they're not getting enough breaks, they're stressed and they're not living a life of design, they're living a life that's been created for them. And this person, she's amazing at what she does. I personally was introduced to Jamie by a dear friend of mine, Steen Woody, who's now her husband. You guys should check out their story in live, you'll just absolutely fall in love with both of them. And Jamie, she's personally changed her own life around after she was teaching in a country abroad. I was kind of tired of those long hour shifts and having to travel back and forth. She's now created an online tutoring business called Teach ESL Online, and she believes that we all have the ability to design a life that we love. Jamie, it's an absolute pleasure having you on my show, and thank you for joining me. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Oh, bless you. Well, Jamie, I've heard so much about you from uh, your husband, Steve. And as many of the listeners know, I had Steve on the show a few weeks back. And Steve was telling me about how you've created your own teaching career online. And you're just loving what you're doing. So could you tell the listeners what your life was like before you started TESL? Yeah, ESL. Yeah, for English as a second language. Um, Yeah, so I had graduated from university in America and I moved overseas because I wanted to have the experience of living in another country, not so much just being a tourist. Um, And because I had been studying a lot about like the history of different religions, I got kind of interested in how Turkey became a democracy and was like a secular democracy. So I ended up doing some research about it. And when I was trying to discover where I was going to go, that was the place that I knew the most about outside of Europe historically. So I ended up going and living there for a few years. And um, because it seemed maybe kind of random because I didn't know anybody there. I mean, it was just like I was just academically interested in the country. So I ended up being there. And Uh, I started teaching English at private language schools and it was really fun. I loved what I was doing, helping people learn and communicate and develop a personality and English was like really exciting for me. But in Istanbul, there's also a really competitive job market. Um, And so it was challenging to find a job teaching that I felt like I really enjoyed where I wasn't stuck commuting. I don't know if you've ever been to Istanbul, but it is... um, There's a lot of traffic. (laughs) There's only a couple bridges and a few boats and a whole lot of traffic trying to get back and forth. So I was like stuck in these commutes and I was feeling like I wasn't traveling. I wasn't seeing the world. I wasn't. And I was stuck in these contracts where, you know, I, I couldn't go back to California to visit my family. I was missing reunions with my friends. And it was like really discouraging and depressing because I wanted to be able to have that flexibility 
I really liked teaching, but I definitely was not traveling in Istanbul. So uh, the solution for that just became to teach online. And so I, I started as like this really weird amateur hobby of cobbling together a website and trying to, you know, think about how I was going to deliver lessons online. And then there's the whole marketing side. And it just snowballed like over the course of that that year in 2010, I, I just kept putting more and more energy into it. And all my friends were like, what are you doing? You know, it was like really weird, you know? I was like, I got to stay home and like work on this really bad website that I'm making. Um, but it started to work, you know? I started getting students and one thing led to another. Um, and then I was creating courses that I was selling, like video courses uh, and students were buying them and they were telling their friends and, and it just started growing. And then like now I've got a training program two training programs where I show tutors and teachers how to do what I do, depending on what aspect of what I know they want to learn. So, um, yeah, it's kind of just really expanded into a whole thing. Wow. <laughs> wow. So I'm guessing, well, just, just what you were saying, it's interesting about what you were saying earlier on, because I see a lot of teachers out there who are stressed, they're not happy with what they're doing. They're spending, like you've said, hours a day teaching, and then there's hours of just in, stuck in traffic. So Definitely. What would you say to somebody out there who's who's not really, who enjoys teaching, but they're not happy with with all that commute, really. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, there's there's multiple problems that I see get layered together. And I know because I've been there. I mean, one of the challenges that I had was just the physical issue of, you know, getting to work and or, or then getting there and then the lesson was canceled. And, you know, sometimes the schools where I worked didn't collect money from the students. So, mm -hmm. like, we didn't get paid if they canceled. And I was like, but I'm here. Like, you know, I wanted to be paid. So, you know, there were some issues with like administrative um, differences. We could say that we had differing views on how uh, teachers should be paid for whether or not they showed up for the lessons. I mean, there were a lot of things like that. Um, but I think that sometimes teachers are also very, they're very tired. And one mm. of the things that I was really tired about was very dispersed energy. I was teaching all different kinds of students. So some of them were business English students, professionals who worked for companies. Others were children. Others were learning English just for general conversation or survival skills because they were going to move to an English speaking country. And the challenge with that is that as a teacher, you're planning for all of these different types of lessons. But then because all of your students or your clients are different, you're you're never able to like see a consolidated, coherent sort of plan come together. And so I was really tired because mm. of that. It was like not just physically running around, but like mentally running in so many different directions. And I... And, and when I talk to a lot of teachers now who say that they're tired of teaching, hmm. I think it's actually a deeper problem, which is that they're, they're being energetically drained because they don't ever see anything come from the results. It's sort of like they're spinning their wheels. It's like they're doing a lot and like every day is really busy, but they're not building anything. And so for a lot of teachers who are in English as a second language or like, ESL or TEFL or something kind of like that. One of those mm. weird acronyms. We have a lot of them. Um, <laughs> they, they feel unsatisfied because they don't feel like they're doing anything that really feels like a career. And I mean, I, I know that. So that that's the one thing that I guess I would challenge people on if they're thinking about 
coming in this direction is that they may not actually be tired of teaching. Mm. Probably, probably what they're tired of is a situation that doesn't support them. Possibly, you know, schools or admin, like managers that have a very different view about how things should be run and operated and possibly working with students who are so different from each other that they don't feel, the teacher doesn't feel like they're able to amass expertise in a way that starts to make sense to them, that they feel like they're really doing something with their Mm. life. I guess as well, it's more of the baggage that they're given. So not only are teachers now having to be a mother and a father, they've also got to be a counsellor, they've got to be a helper, haven't they? Mm. Yeah, like in terms of multitasking and wearing a lot of different hats and Mm. like with students. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But see, I mean, I think that that's actually one of the reasons why I've been so happy doing what I'm doing Mm. because it's the variety, you know, that like every day is a little bit different. And especially like I give private lessons for the most part. I do some group classes, but I'm always tailoring what I'm giving to people so that it fits them and their specific situation. So I personally really like that, yeah, that there is this sort of um, hat changing, if you will, that like sometimes I'm motivating people, other times I'm explaining stuff, you know, that's what keeps it really fun. But at the same time, having one thing that I'm always teaching, because I do exam preparation specifically, Mm. um, which a lot of people hate. It's like, ew, exam preparation, you know, they don't want to touch that with a 10 foot pole, but I'm one of few people who's like willing to do that. And so, um, there's a lot of money to be made in that (laughs) because like people don't want to teach exam preparation, but there's a lot of students who really need help with it. Mm. Um, and so because I just teach exam preparation and I know it really well inside and out for certain exams, it just, it gets really easy in that way because like I know the territory so well. But then at the same time, I get to make it really fun and customize it for the students. So I don't know. Yeah, it's for me. I mean, it's it's really enjoyable. I really like what I'm doing. And I help people with very meaningful challenges in their life. You know, like being able to get an exam score allows them to stay in a country, live with their family, get a better job, earn more money, you know, or get into an, uh, you know, an, an educational program that is making them feel really good about themselves. I mean, to me, it's, it's meaningful, you know, like Mm -hmm. I'm helping people move forward and that's exciting. So, yeah, I think that, so coming back to the other teachers, I think a big part of the problem is that they're not feeling useful. Mm -hmm. They don't see the benefit of what they're doing. It's like, if they're working with too many different types of clients and it's the same for like any entrepreneur Mm -hmm. in any, in any industry, I don't think it matters what industry it is. You could be, you know, a coach, you could be been a little sick. My mind's blanking on that one, but you could work with a lot of different types of clients. (laughs) And and if you don't see that something's growing from that, you're going to be dissatisfied. It's going to be frustrating. So yeah, Mm. I think it's the same for teachers. Wow. So my dear, how has your life dramatically changed from being stuck um, where you were before to what you're doing now? I mean, in well, I guess one of the biggest changes, let me start that again. Sorry. That's okay. Congestion. Okay. <laughs> That'll get edited. Yeah. yeah. One of the biggest changes that has happened is the physical, uh, well, the lack of being anchored anywhere. I mean, and in the last 18 months, I have been, 
in so many different countries and cities moving around um, teaching remotely from all of those places. So I think when you work online, you have a really high level of physical freedom, which mm. is a double-edged sword. I mean, because you're able to go anywhere. Um, and so for me as kind of an adventurer, I'm like, yeah, why not? Like, I'll just fly from Istanbul to California and then from California to London and like back again, you know, and I'm able to do that. Um, but I think logistically it, you can encounter challenges with that, which, you know, is it's, it's challenging after a while to like continue being on the go all the time, but it's also been really enjoyable and allowed me to, well, for example, like be here, you know, with Steve in, in London and, oh. and then be family back in America. And I was able to go see some friends a few weeks ago who I hadn't seen in 10 years, you know? So, I mean, having that freedom, um, has been an amazing gift that I built into my life. And sometimes people say, they're like, Oh, you're so lucky you have that. And I'm like, it is not luck. <laughs> I worked really hard to make this, you know, I, you have to create that like very consciously because no one's going to hand that to you except mm. yourself. You can build that for yourself, but but no one's going to make it. So, I mean, yeah, but it's, it's awesome. That's been amazing. It's funny how people always say you're so lucky when you do that, but they don't see the behind the process, the late nights where you've had to work like 14, 15 hours just to get everything together. God. Yeah. Well, and because it's a website, you know, I think mm -hmm. especially when you work online and your entire storefront, your business, the, the machine that drives everything is made of pixels and you can't see it, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> deceptive. It's very, very deceptive. I mean, people are, are surprised. I've, I've invested, like, over $50,000 wow. in the websites that I have, you know, and, and that's, like, shocking yeah. to people inside the, the teaching industry because they just mm -hmm. can't believe, like, any, like, why would you need to spend that much money doing it? But that's, you know, about the strategy, um, mm -hmm. the design, you know, going to seminars and workshops, learning how to earn a living online, you know, yeah, there's a huge energetic and financial investment behind that to make, to make something happen. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it looks like it's just me, but I mean, I've had help from like about, I mean, over 20 people over the wow. course of the last five years, you know, putting my team together and stuff like that. So yeah, it's been a lot of work. Wow. It didn't magically happen. <laughs> <laughs> so my dear, you're now the founder of Teach ESL Online. Can you tell tell the listeners how you're helping teachers and writers to make a difference and create money online? Yeah, well, one of the things that is important to me is helping people feel satisfied with what they're doing. Because I think, I mean, you do need to earn money, you need to pay the bills. But at the same time, if you can be happy and earn money, that's a lot better, in my opinion, uh, having done that before. And and I see it with a lot of the teacher friends that I've had. If they're not satisfied with where they're working, they're probably just going to quit, you know? So, I mean, if you want that core of stability in your life, then being focused on one thing, like, that's, that's always the first thing that I tell people is, like, tutors should solve one specific problem for their students, whoever they are, whether you're a math tutor or an ESL tutor or a science tutor or tutoring for children or whatever, you want to look at those people who you're helping and find one specific problem that you can help them with. And for me, that's getting through a specific exam and boosting scores for one specific exam. But it's like super focused. I don't tutor for all exams. I do something very discreet. And so that's the first piece of advice that I would tell people is think about how you can break down what you're doing to have a laser focus. 
Um, and the second thing I would say is after you've got that, you know, start figuring out how to build a good online presence. Um, and I, I hate to say it, but the fact is that teachers are really, really good at teaching. They're not experts in building websites and they're not experts <laughs> in online marketing. No, really. So, I mean, I've talked with a lot of teachers within the ESL community and they, they talk about how difficult it is to earn money online and how hard everything is and how overwhelming it is. And I don't agree with them. I mean, there's a lot to learn, yes, mm. but a big part of the reason is that they're struggling so much is because they're not asking for help from people who actually have the answers. And so if you go to somebody who understands how a website is built, if you go to people who understand how to market online in a way that doesn't feel sleazy or disgusting, then you're on the right path to actually put things together in a logical sequenced way. So I would say those two pieces, like having a skill that's you know, really going to help students with a specific issue and then knowing how to present that in an, in a digital environment. It's like the combination of those two things is like that, that is the starting point. Um, and I wasted a lot of time in the beginning, just trying to figure it out for myself. And that was a big <laughs> part of why it took me five months to get my first student because I didn't know what I was doing, you know? Mm. So it's like, and, and if you don't know what you're doing, you don't know how to position yourself in a way that people are willing to pay more um, to work with you and to learn from you. So I'd say, you know, get help basically. I mean, like, cause this is the thing, you know, like teachers teach, mm. but that means that like they, they also should be students. And so it's like, well, what do we need to learn when we go online? We need to learn how to have a website. Mm. We need to learn how to make money online, how to have ethical sales conversations that you can enroll a student in. So if you don't have those skills and if you don't know how to do that, you should go to somebody who can teach you those things. Hmm. And then you're still tutoring, you're still helping students with the thing that they don't know, but that we as tutors online, we need to be filling in the gaps in our knowledge so that we're able to do what we want to do. Do you know, it's interesting you're saying about the website. I think a lot of people when they start out in business, they all think that they can create their own website. <laughs> And they just get like a cheap template. I don't know if you if you if you did exactly the same. I did that personally. I, I got something off a website, which I can't mention which one. I said, like, "Oh yeah, I just I'll just create this this way." But never thought about the strategy or the sales or. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, I mean, I think websites have become so common, mm. and it is possible for us to just download something and sort of set something <laughs> up. I mean, the technology is available. And it's like, we know just enough to be dangerous, mm. <laughs> but we're like not quite sure what we're doing. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't really have much of a strategy in the beginning. Um, you know, looking back on it now, I cringe because you know, I can go back. <laughs> you know, there's like those website archive machines where you can go and see like the snapshot that was taken and. August 2010 or something like that and you know I can go back to like my first websites and it is it's scary yeah it's really scary and I'm not surprised at all why I struggled so much because at this point I understand so much about the strategy of how things need to come together you know it makes a lot of sense to me why it was so difficult you know but but I think that that's the thing it's like teachers they're not looking for the answers in the right place when it comes to getting online, when it comes to learning about these things. They often look within their community, but then those teachers are also struggling to earn a living online. 
Mm. You know, so it's like you just you you need to make sure if you're going to teach online or do something like that, you need to make sure that you're getting your advice from somebody who actually knows how to do that. And if that person, if that teacher is struggling to have the kind of goal that you're you're pursuing, you need to find a different mentor. Mm. You need to find somebody who's already been there. Yeah, I think that's with any kind of business, even myself, when I first started out, I like yourself, I kind of did it all myself and then realized I needed a mentor. I couldn't, I didn't know the knowledge about sales. I didn't know the knowledge about how to get my presence online. And I think it's just one of those mindsets we think because we know, we're comfortable in what we already know and what we've been doing and the career we've been doing, we think, yeah, it'll be easy. Right. Yeah. Because you know your skill. Yeah. Mm. But the thing is, I mean, it, um, and, and this is a podcast interview, so I can't show it, but with my hands, I am, I am motioning to a triple Venn diagram. Have you ever seen, you know, the Venn diagram with the circles that overlap mm. and there's like two circles, you know? And the thing is that when it comes to having any kind of profitable career. And I think this is definitely beyond just teaching now. Like we are talking about coaching. We're talking about anything like if you were a personal trainer or anything that you're trying to have a a marketable business in, one of those circles of the Venn diagram is your expertise. Mm. One of those is your expertise. The other Venn diagram is knowing how to make a business out of that. They are totally not the same thing at all. Like they're just not the same. And so you've got to find that sweet spot where they overlap, you know, where like the expertise and like the business acumen and the know-how overlap with each other. And I think that's a big part of the problem. So yeah, you're saying like people start because it's easy. They're like, oh yeah, I know how to do that. And you do, you know, your expertise, you know, your thing inside and out, but that doesn't mean that you know how to engineer an introduction process to uh, to some some new client or some new student approaching your school or your business or your whatever for the first time, mm-hmm. knowing nothing about that and taking that person on a sort of a journey that's going to lead them to a logical decision. Work with me or work with someone else. But if you want to get these results, like you need to make a decision and like enroll or not, you know, something like that. And that's, yeah, that's a whole bunch of other stuff that I had to learn in addition to grammar and adjectives and (laughs) how to talk about verbs and things like that, you know, so yeah, totally different. Wow. Gosh, guys, anyone who's out there is thinking about creating a business online or actually creating a teaching business online, the biggest lesson I personally learned is get a mentor because it will save you the hassle, the energy and the time that you're going to have to do figuring things out because they've already been there. They've already done it. And just by getting the help, you'll be able to to be able to move forward and quicker in your business and you'll see the results a lot more. Absolutely. Yeah. And I I do have a super quick story. I don't know if we have time for that. Sure. But <laughs> what was interesting is I did my teaching certification uh, now, like about eight years ago, I went through a credentialing program and I had some tutors, well, mentors who were training me in that. And they were so great. I mean, I learned from them. They inspired me. They were my teacher trainers way back in the beginning. And over the years through social networks and stuff, I've stayed in touch with them. And so uh, like I I started teaching online in about 2010. And by 2012, within two years, I'd gotten my stuff together and it was like really rocking. And I was earning, I was earning 100% of my income from teaching online at that point. And so I started getting noticed by my peers for that. And interestingly enough, one of my original trainers 
singled me out and said, you know, I want to get into teaching online too. Wow. And, but, but he had started a website and it was a little challenging. You know, he'd invested money, he'd gotten a developer and that guy was designing his website for him, but he wasn't making any money with it. And he, he asked me, he was like, Jamie, like, what's wrong with my website? Like, how come, how come I don't have what you have? Because here's a teacher who's got like decades of experience on me. Wow. He's way more experienced than I am. I mean, he taught me how to be a teacher. (laughs) (laughs) So if if this is about expertise, Mm. I'm a baby compared to him, you know? So it really is that Venn diagram of like the expertise is its own little bubble, you know? And, and I went and I looked at his website and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I can really see it with fresh eyes. Like there's so many elements that are missing that when a student comes to this website and if they don't see what they need to see, they're going to click away. They're not going to pay you, you know? And, and it was really clear to me. And we talked about it a little bit, you know, and he started tinkering with some things, but it was like with that project, he was, he was really too far along in the financial investment. You know, he didn't want to like change everything. The website already existed. And it was really too bad because if he had gotten that information at the beginning you know, it's like the, the time to add ingredients to your cake batter is before you put it in the oven. <laughs> like you don't want to find out like 50 minutes into the bake that like you should have put eggs into the cake batter. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, yeah. But it was kind of like that. It was like, ooh, you're missing that. And like, did you put any sugar in? Oh my gosh, no, there's no sugar either. You know, like, ah, there's like these critical ingredients of your cake that are missing. And he was like, ah, but we've already started baking it, you know, and it was this really dramatic thing, you know. Um, but it's true. It's like, if you, if you don't have that like information about how to do that, it's not going to magically fall out of the sky. Like you have to go and find it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, no, I agree. I agree. Getting the right mentor is it's important. Mm. Oh, Cause I, I remember about a year and a half ago, I was just on the journey and I was like, yeah, I can do it. I've got all this experience. I've taught, I, you know, I'm a journalist. I've done several different things in my life like helping me to change your lives around however I didn't know I didn't have a clue about business and yeah. I crashed and burned and I remember going to an event and they were like you need a mentor and I was like and my ego came I was like I don't need a mentor I've got this <laughs> and then a few months later I struggled and I thought crap maybe I do need a mentor yeah well and I think the thing is like the way that I see it now is that it, you, you've got a choice, you know, mm. with anything that you're going to do when you strike out on your own, you've got a choice. You can reinvent the wheel mm. and you can spend time sanding that wheel and trying to figure out why it's square and searching for sandpaper and wondering, like, you know, how to get that wheel rolling <laughs> and then make three <laughs> more to, like, carry you along. Or you can go to somebody who already knows how to do it. Mm. And I think that that's always the way that I think about it at this point. It's about shortcuts. Mm. It's like, do you like if, and if you're the kind of person who really enjoys making wheels and reinventing wheels, then you should do that. <laughs> but if you know, I mean, because some people really love that. It's like it's the process. It's the creation. It's their own personal journey of like Mm. reinventing a wheel and discover that they figured out how to make a wheel Mm. and some people really love that and I think that that's why they do it but other people are just kind of they're they're reinventing the wheel because everybody else is reinventing the wheel but they don't actually want to reinvent the wheel and I am not the kind of person who wants to reinvent the wheel I'm like (laughs) please just give me a design does that work 
Okay. Oh, yeah, it's rolling. Okay, I'm going to go with that. You know, like, that's what I want. Because <laughs> I just don't have time or energy to, like, reinvent stuff, you know? So um, I, I think we always have that choice, though. And there's the ego involved. It's like, I know how to make a wheel. I can do that, you know? But it's like a lot of work goes into making a good wheel. Mm. I, I guess at the end of the day, you figured out what your passion is and it's teaching. And so why change that? There's no, there's no point changing it because that's what you love doing. And I think you're right. A lot of people, because they don't know what they're doing, they try to reinvent the wheel, but they don't realize there's actually already a wheel there. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, right, right, exactly. You have the expertise. Yes, and I think you're really right about that, Gerds, because that's the problem is like if people have the expertise to help people to share their knowledge, and if you really want to help people as fast as possible, then you shouldn't get stuck reinventing a business wheel because let's be clear the wheel that you're reinventing is how to have a business how to make a website how to do things that are not at all about your expertise Mm. and so it's like this huge rabbit hole and yeah I mean that was basically why I've created these two teacher training programs because I respect the fact that there are some people who want to go out there and reinvent a wheel so Mm. I've got the design your own wheel program (laughs) wow (laughs) I'll tell you what I did. Like, I'll show you how I made my wheel, like how I started my online tutoring career and all of those things. And it's a very do-it-yourself kind of approach to starting an online tutoring business. Mm. I lay out the stepping stones and stuff like that. But it's, it's very much a thing where you can go through it on your own. But on the other side, I recognize that there are a lot of teachers who just want to earn money and they, they want to work with good students They want to see the value of what they're doing and feel like they're helping people in a meaningful way. And so for that, I created a much more tightly tailored program that goes through getting started online and working with students for exam preparation, which is what I do and, and how to do that. And so it leads them through like a very different kind of system because there's there's two types of people. You know, there's the people who want to do it all themselves and people who are like, no, I just I just want to do my expertise. I want to use my expertise. So something to think about. Like, mm. So my dear, um, we are coming towards the end of the show. <laughs> it's gone so quickly. Um, can you tell us a briefly a bit about the online tutor launch pad? Um, yeah, so that's a, it's an eight-week course that has got lectures. Well, I would say lectures. I mean, it's presentations where I am describing and explaining and exploring strategies and concepts that are important for getting started online. And I share with you all of the things that I've used to build my own websites. Um, So if you go and check them out, uh, EnglishSuccessAcademy.com, you can see a lot of the actual programs that I then explain how to how to create. So um, Online Tutor Launchpad goes in depth. It gives you kind of like my, my shopping list, if you will, my digital shopping list of the programs that I use, the platforms that I use, who I've gone to, um, even making recommendations about website developers and designers and things like that wow. to really get you started in the right direction. Well, because that's the thing is like, you know, you don't, even if you're going to reinvent the wheel, you still want the quick, you still want the quick version, right? Mm. So I'm, I'm very committed to showing people how to do that. Mm. Um, and that's what Online Tutor Launchpad does. It takes them through that whole process. And then if people want private consulting after that, that's, that's optional. Um, But yeah, I've got that program. So it's self-paced and people can log into a website and watch these presentations that I've done and go through the action steps and take action. And it can be entirely self-motivated or if they feel like they're stuck, then I'm there to help them too. So 
Amazing. And what kind of uh, responses have you received so far? Yeah, well, I mean, everybody wants to do it. I think part of what I've done with the the process of letting people into that program is I do want anybody who's going to sign up for Online Tutor Launchpad to recognize that what they're getting into is business development. Mm. And so I have a questionnaire that's on the page for the the program information where I say, like, how do you feel about making videos? Mm. How do you feel about learning about finance stuff? How do you feel about marketing yourself? How do you feel about these things? And it's it takes them through that to make sure that they're that they feel like they're really ready for it. Um, and that if they don't feel like they're ready for it, that they know that they will have to create a sort of a team which they can hire through freelance contractors and stuff. I mean, that's what I've done. Um, I've had a little team who, you know, I've cobbled them together over <laughs> years, and sometimes they've been with me and then they leave and then I find somebody else to replace them or whatever. Um, but that if you don't feel comfortable doing those things on your own, you're going to need somebody to do that for you. Mm-hmm. Because the only way that somebody is going to earn a living doing this is if they have people to overcome their weaknesses. Like somebody in the team has to be able to fill certain roles. And so if you as a tutor don't feel comfortable doing that, I want them to know at the outset, like I'm going to make active recommendations later that they find somebody to fill that role because it has to be done. I mean, that's the business side of it. It's, it's like companies are doing this because it's necessary, you know? And so if you don't feel comfortable doing it, you need somebody to do that for you. So I do vet people for it because, you know, it's it's a, it's a significant decision, you know, it's a significant undertaking. Um, so I, yeah, I mean, there are people who are very, very interested in it. And I think that when they see a little bit more about what it might involve, people develop a level of caution and they're like, okay, well, I need to think about this actually. Mm-hmm. So I've got a core of people who've come through that program and they're very into it. They're really motivated. They're really working on it because they're the right type of person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other people who re- recognize maybe it's more work than they want to put into it. Um, they think about what it is that they really want, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and that, that's good for me. I mean, I like helping that because I don't want to just say like, oh, this is, you know, a cakewalk and you can do this in, in your sleep, you know, with your eyes closed, <laughs> like whatever, <laughs> with, your sleep, with your eyes closed. It takes work. I mean, I've, I've had to put work into this. Um, so I think it's important that people know like a taste of what might be coming, but the people who've come through the program, yeah, it's a great group. I mean, it's a really good community of people that are just like really supportive and yeah, really driven. So it's cool. I love being part of that. Oh, and my dear, what are your five top tips for somebody who's wanting to create a teaching career online and a life that they will love? Uh, I would say start with, like I said before, solving a problem for your students. Because if you don't solve a really clear problem, then no one is going to make the easy choice to work with you. And that is why so many people struggle. So figure out what problem you're solving. And at that point, I would say, like we were talking about, get those mentors, um, figure out where your gaps in knowledge are and go to people who can help you with building a website that's going to make sense uh, you know, preferably people who understand something about education, because mm-hmm. I've discovered that, you know, there are some people who have experience with education, others who don't. And it makes a difference. 
in, you know, how they're, they're going to try to help you uh, bring your website into the world or not. Um, and another major thing that you also need to think about is how you're going to share the material ethically without infringing on copyright. So that's a whole other can of worms that we don't really have time to get into, but it is important to think about the material that you're using, whether or not there are going to be, you know, books or how you can use pre-existing material without infringing on copyright and using that under fair use terms or creating your own material. Um, yeah. And then I would say, come and check out my blog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because I've got a whole lot of tips for teachers about getting started, dealing with time zones, um, you know, doing scheduling online, little tips for things with um, just showcasing effective success stories from your students, how to make people trust you, stuff like that. So if you go to www.teach.englishsuccessacademy.com, you can check out my special blog that is just for teachers with lots of information about how to do that. So I think I just gave you four, but those are four pretty action-packed things. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were, they were amazing. So thank you for that. And obviously, um, did you have any events coming up soon? Or are you speaking at any events? Yeah, well, actually, in April, uh, there's going to be the IATEFL conference, um, which is the International Association for English Teachers of, as a Foreign Language, very long acronym, but they're having their 50th annual conference in Birmingham, and I'm going to be there, and I'm talking about how to fix mistakes that have become fossilized, because this is like the big thing, you know, is like changing your memory and what we can do with our students to help them overcome very embedded mistakes that they're quite unconscious of and they're repeating without paying attention to them. Wow. So I'm going to be talking about my lesson plan for what I do with my students to help them increase their speaking scores, minimize their accents and things like that. Um, and then in May, I'm going to be at Barcelona for the Innovate ELT conference. And I'm going to be talking there about how to pirate proof your online programs because piracy copyright infringement is a huge thing. And I want to be speaking more with publishers and material writers about how we can minimize the chances of being pirated you know what you can do to change that but it's a big industry shift so wow. those are two things that I'm looking forward to it's going to be lots of fun wow that's amazing well thank you Jamie for being on the show it's been an absolute pleasure and I definitely can't wait to meet you in person <laughs> <laughs> thank you no it's been lots of fun I appreciate the opportunity to share yeah Bless you, my dear. Well, just your story and you know it's amazing what you've done as a teacher that you've been able to create a life that you love and it's designed by you not by somebody else that's just inspiring to hear and I know a lot of my listeners will absolutely love it thank you thank you I didn't do it alone that's the really big thing though I didn't do it by myself and I think that's why if anybody wants to imitate that or emulate it it's about reaching out and developing a team so <laughs> well you take care my dear and um, I'll see you soon thanks bye, bye amazing interview with the lovely Jamie. Guys, do check out her website. I think it's really important, especially teachers out there who are kind of not happy in their careers at the moment and just looking for a change. And I believe that Jamie has the solution for what you're looking for.
And unfortunately, it's the end of the show. Don't forget, you can find me on Twitter at I am Gerds. That's I-A-M-G-U-R-D-S. You can find me on Facebook at Get Inspired with Gerds, where I bring you lots of inspirational, motivational quotes, tips, advice, videos. And also check out my book on Amazon, which is called Educa, which is E-D-U-C-O, 52 Quotes for Leading a Better Life. And this week, I want to leave you with this quote. Choose a career you love and you will never have to work again. Think about that. Take care, guys, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Join us each week to be inspired, informed, and uplifted with some of the most inspirational and motivational guests from around the world. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay inspired. Stay inspired.